Blog Talk Radio. The following show has been rated for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. The opinions of the host are exactly those, the opinions of the host. So don't get all bent out of shape, jackass. And if you don't like it, keep your mouth shut, because we don't give a shit. Shit. not to mention the coronavirus outbreak, whatever pandemic, right? I told Sophie the other day, because she says, they're thinking about closing the malls. And I said, well, yeah, they're going to close the malls because you can't have all the, you know, trying to keep, right? And she goes, well, that sucks. And I was like, well, I don't understand what you're worried about because we're not going to the mall anyways. And she's like, what do you mean we're not going to the mall? And I looked at her and I go, I go, you really don't understand what's going on right now. And it's like, and I'm kind of afraid to tell you because I don't want to freak you out and I don't want to scare you. But then again, I don't want you to be fucking ignorant to what's going on. Ignorant. You know? Right? So, I, so I'm, I, I, go, I go, we have, it's a pandemic going on right now. And she looks at me and goes, pandemic? Do you mean epidemic? And I go, no, no, I mean pandemic. And she goes, what's a pandemic? I go, it's worse than an epidemic. She, she, she needs to be educated. So you took the opportunity to educate her. Good for you. And I said... She'll never not know that. I said, so here's... I, she goes, well, what's the difference? And I said, why don't... Since I was driving, I go, why don't you Google pandemic and find out what it means? 
and they will give you the exact definition of what it is because, you know, honestly, I didn't know. So I was just like, I know it's just bad. I just know it's bad. You know what I mean? Like if somebody said, hey, uh, define epidemic, I'd be like, uh, it's, it's a bad thing. I know it's like a bad, like, shit happening to people, and it's spreading, you know? Yeah. But, but, it, but, it, but it can be... I know what it is. It can be confined, and at least that it can be... It, can be, it could be. You can put a, you can put a, a fence around it. it, it but a pandemic is... It's something that goes it's, globally. It's not It's not going to be contained, and like, um, I forgot what, they, what, what it's called, but it's a form of the pandemia, and it is when somebody contracts the virus and has no connections. So when you when you isolate that person and then you start to research what they have done, there is no contact person. Person was a hobbit. He was living in the hills. That's it. And 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 I I forgot what it's called. It's called something really very simple, but it, it the term means. A person who has had no contact, there is no reason for you to have this, and you have it. Right. Because obviously, and the only way for that to happen, obviously, is because the pathogen is airborne. Right. right? As soon as it goes airborne, then you've got a pandemic. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, it's not airborne. It's not like it's floating around little clouds. No, it doesn't last that long, but it lasts long enough. Right. That's why those people on that ship, you know what I'm saying? They were outside exercising on their balcony. Right. And it's like, what do you think that all the air from that huge, massive ship, right? It like, you can't see it, but it envelops the ship before right. it dissipates into the atmosphere, right? right? I mean, those people, and then they caught the coronavirus, and it's like, well, we've been quarantined. Well, right. no, you didn't. You went outside on a ship filled with the coronavirus. Full of disease. Well, right. Mm-hmm. And plus, you were putting your masks on when you went in the hallway. Right. Whenever you left your room and went in the hallway, you have to put a mask on or else you'll catch it. Right. But nowhere else. But nowhere because the coronavirus won't go in your room. It's right. like, whoa. Oh, what? sorry. Don't want to. Don't want to invade on your I don't privacy. Food, but if you come outside, you, I'm no, gonna get you. I am waiting for you right, right? now. So, He's got a mask on. Never mind. Right. So, so, so those people are in their cabins without their, and then they open the door to their cabin. They got their mask on. What? Really? I mean, there's probably like a crack at the bottom of the door. There's a crack in the bottom of every door that's not your, right? Yeah. I mean, there's a crack in the bottom of every fucking door. Hotel doors and and ship cabin doors are the worst, right? Right. Well, hotel doors sometimes are because sometimes there's like a full inch crack, maybe maybe more. It's like what the hell? But anyway, I'm just saying the ventilation system, like that air is not, the air is not clean. It's freaking recycled air. It's not airplane air. But it's close close enough, right? Mm-hmm. That the air in those ships were freaking re- not. I mean, that was recycled air, right? Can't breathe recycled air. Yeah, that's why we stand outside. We stand outside the door with the door open. That way, all the bad stuff comes out. It doesn't hit us on the way out. Oh, because we got our masks on, right. and then we well, go back no, in the room. Only in the hallway. Off. Only in the hallway. Right. Oh. That's the thing. All should do is just put fans in the window, pointing out. Suck all the disease out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. A vacuum. Just just run a vacuum in your room. Right. Like oh Ghostbusters. You know. You know. If one person listens to us and thinks to themselves, "Why don't I run a vacuum?" Then you need to stop listening to us. I please. thought. I thought to myself. Obviously, this is something that can't happen. But wouldn't it be cool if they could? 
design some form of something that they can release into the atmosphere, right? And it can show, it can like attach itself to the virus and it like illuminates it in some way so that you can see it. So like if you're walking down the street and all of a sudden like the sparkly cloud starts coming at you and you're just like, oh shit, it's the coronavirus, I got to go. Like I got to go across the street or something like that dude's going to walk right into it. What is he stupid? You know, like, hey buddy, get your head up, you know? But then, would it, but then, like, if it was, like, near you, would it be, like, a fart? So, like, if you took off, would it, like, draft? Would it get caught in the draft that you create and still follow you? You'd be like, ah, you're trying to run away, and it's following you like a swarm of bees trying to jump in a pond. Like, I got to get out of here. Right? Hey, he's the host of the show, folks. I can say what I... literally nothing I can do. Okay, good day. I'm Bob McKenzie. This is my brother, Doug. How's it going, eh? How's it going? Okay, yeah. So anyways, I just thought, wouldn't that be cool, though, if they could do something that you could see where it's at? You're like, oh, my God, it's coming. Hey, I see it on the table over there. Wipe it off. You know, so I could sit down. So anyways, so this hit, the news, we've known about it for weeks now, right? It happened in China and everything, right? And then fucking Italy got crushed. Um, so was it South Korea, China, Italy, and Saudi Arabia or something like that? Or uh, one of the Middle Eastern countries. They said got crushed, but Italy's the worst. But then again, Italy's full of old people. I mean, that's all it's, that's, that's all it's in Italy. So that sucks. It sucks. But property's available. In it. No, so you don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. I'm not doing it. It's not time for a joke. It's not time this for, isn't a joke. It's not time for a death. You fucking. What are we doing? A goddamn death dedication? You give me. You bring me in on those upbeat numbers, and now I got to talk about somebody's dog dying. You ever heard that, Casey Kasem, <laughs> when he goes off on the guy? I mean, why can't we have a slow number? You got down on the phone. Get down on the phone. And where's those pictures that I was supposed to see? Okay. Um, so yeah. So so that's so that's coronavirus has, has hit the shores of the United States and da 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 da. For the longest time, West Virginia hadn't got hit, but they finally got hit today. Somebody. They were they were they were going strong. Like they had nothing, no cases of. For the, you know, for the first five days, it feels like it's been weeks. But it's only been a couple of days. It's only Tuesday. I feel, you know, it's weird. But um, and then slowly everything started happening, you know what I mean? Where they, uh, well, maybe we should. I didn't like going to work. <laughs> I wasn't really hip on going into the Cheesecake Factory. Business had slowed down. Business was slow anyways, but then it slowed down even more. And so I did whatever I could to get the hell out of there uh, every day. And then over the weekend, uh, on Sunday, Sunday, late, or in the middle of the day, Sunday, uh, Governor, right? He's the Governor, Mike DeWine, right? Yeah, Governor of Ohio, Mike DeWine. He came out and said, all right, listen, everybody, here's what's going to happen. We are shutting down all bars and all restaurants for dine-in, sit-down, uh, you know, 
Shutting down all bars and, and restaurants uh, for dining in. By, now, mind you, at this point, over the weekend, because I, I had gone to the Cheesecake Factory when I was door dashing, they stopped seating people at every table. So they had an empty table in between every table. And they wouldn't seat, you know, people next to each other and stuff. So they were already starting to like. They had already taken the salt and peppers off the tables. There was no silverware on the tables. They just did rolled silverware for everybody. Now, Chili's, on the other hand. Chili's, on the other hand. Fully packed bar. Fully packed with people at the bar and a crap ton of people at every single table, smushed shoulder to shoulder, eating. That's, that's why I asked for a booth in the section that was closed down. Because the guy didn't want to give me. He wanted to put me in the section that was, you know, well, there's no one in that section. I said, well, she can walk over there. We'll give her a better tip. And he just said, okay. And then he sat in the booth, and nobody else, nobody else, everybody in that place that came in after us sat where they sat with everybody else, you know? And I was just like, this is weird. It's right. like weird, you know? It's like weird that nobody's taking it seriously, you know? Right. And nobody was really taking it seriously. I mean, people were still going out. And like I said, I was DoorDash, and I walked to the Cheesecake, and they had people in the lobby. Now, granted, they had half their table shut down, right? So they only had half the capacity, if you think about it, so that it makes sense that they'd be on a wait. <clears throat> but then Sunday night, or Sunday, Mike DeWine comes out, and he says, all right, at 9 o'clock tonight, everything's shut down. Like, we're, 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 here's what we're doing. Because nobody nobody else was really doing anything else across the country, anyways. Everybody everybody was they started shutting down sporting events, right? Okay, the, the oh wow shit. How do we not talk about Rudy Gobert, right? We hear about you hear about this guy, the basketball player last week, Utah Jazz. Uh, I think he plays for Utah or Oklahoma. Oh Utah. They were they were interviewing him last Monday. You saw this right holiday. And they were talking about the coronavirus, and he started making jokes about, hey, 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 maybe I got it. You never know. And when he got up to go to walk away, he stopped, came back, and started touching all the microphones. He like purposely, oh, look at me, <laughs> right? And then walked out. Everybody laughed. Everybody in the room, <laughs> everybody laughed, and he walked out of the room. And then three days later, he tested positive for coronavirus. Oh. <laughs> Right, so that's what shut the NBA down. Well, not him, the other guy. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, oh no, it was because of him, because they shut it down like that Wednesday or whatever, right? Because that was Monday, and then Wednesday, because they came out to play, and they did the warm-ups and they did the introductions, and they said, "Okay, everybody, here we go, it's game time." And then right before the blue whistle, somebody came running. I was like, "Excuse me." Yeah, uh, we gotta cancel this game right now. Dude's got coronavirus, and they're like, "Okay, everybody, <laughs> we're sorry to inform you, we're gonna have to postpone this game." And everybody's just like, "What?" And they're like, "You hear the announcer guy? He's like, everybody's safe, everything's okay. We just need everybody to slowly, uh, you know, leave the, leave, leave the premises." Uh, and then that's when everything came out. They're like, "Oh, this guy had coronavirus," and then they're like, "Well, wait a minute, what about that interview he did Monday, where he touched everybody's fucking microphones?" 
And then those guys took those microphones back and went to somebody else maybe and put that microphone in their face, yada, yada, yada. And that's what shut the NBA down. So Major League Baseball is like, well, we should probably shut it down too. So now the, the spring training got shut down, and then they found a guy in the minor leagues who had it. Now they're up to two guys, I think. And there's like three or four in the uh, NBA who have it. And uh, so they, and then that's when they just started going like, okay, well, we're shutting down the sports stuff. We're going to, uh, how about we limit crowds no bigger than 1,000? That's what some cities were saying. Crowds no bigger than 1,000. Some were saying 500, you know. Uh, some were saying, you know, 750. Some were saying, you know, weird numbers, right? Ohio from the very beginning was like, no more than 100. You know, like stop. Everybody just stop what they're doing. Go home, hide, right? And then, of course, the outbreak of toilet paper. I mean, is that, that's got to be nationwide, right? I don't know what everybody else is doing across the country. Also, Dave, let me know if any of this stuff hits home. Text me and you know, give me an idea what it's like out there in, uh, on, the, on the west side of the country, western portion, Colorado. You know what I mean? Uh, then the toilet paper started disappearing because everybody started freaking out, right? And then, uh, and then Sunday rolled around. They said everything's shutting down. Uh, we're gonna get a, we're gonna get ahead of this thing. Well, then you know what? The rest of the country all kind of looked over and was like, "Oh, is Ohio doing all that?" Because nobody else was doing it. Like we were down to a hundred. You know, you know what I mean? They were like, "All right, no, uh, no sporting events." Uh, we're closing the restaurants and the bars. No more gathering. You know, no more no no more gathering of groups of more than a hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody should just fucking go home, <laughs> you know, and just just wait it out. And then the rest of the country's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. I think we should do that too. So, uh, so yeah, so that happens. So a lot of people lost their jobs. Bartenders, servers, uh, and people were like, "Oh, that sucks." Uh, a lot of people are still working. A lot of people. I mean, there's a lot of, of course, obviously, nurses, doctors, uh, policemen, firemen, you know, all them guys. They're all. Yeah. See, they've got the same thing by order of the Colorado governor. All bars, casinos, and ski resorts will be closed for 30 days. Yeah, everything's everything's getting shut down, and that's good, right? That's a good thing because what, that's what you want to do, right? You don't want everybody out running around. That's how you spread it. People communicating with each other and getting in each other's faces and talking. So hey, let's just hide. It'll it'll sneak through the city, looking for everybody. We'll all be in our basements in that tornado position. Remember the tornado position that you used to get into. In elementary school where you'd be down on your knees and then you had to put your hands over your head in case something falls and hits you, it doesn't hurt you. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. You could do that while coronavirus is going down the street. Marching away, all glittery, colorful. But uh now now of course restaurants are closed down, but all restaurants well most most the majority of all restaurants are still open. Doing carry out, uh, people can do carry out or delivery, which is a good thing for me, 
because I DoorDash. So, yes, I'm out of work at the Cheesecake Factory because, well, I'm not working. But uh, I can DoorDash. And guess what? Everybody's DoorDashing. <laughs> it's not. I mean, I haven't, you know, I've gotten I've gotten some money this week. But it hasn't been, like, super busy because I think, like, all the DoorDashers are out now. Like, all of them are like, well, we got nothing to do. Nothing's open. I mean, Walmart's open till ten, but you can't get any wa- you can't get any toilet paper. I did a live Facebook video the other day uh, from Giant Eagle, where there was no potatoes and there was no Gatorades, and uh, I got in line. There was a long line. I got in line. There was somebody. I got people behind me while I was doing my video, and then I realized I forgot the milk, so I had to leave the line, go get milk, and come back, and get back in line. That was the worst. It's the worst. Like nobody wants to do that, right? Hell no. So now we're just that's 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 where we're at, right? Holiday over here. This guy, he's like, I got soccer practice. I'm like, No, you don't. And he goes, Yeah, no, I I I got soccer practice. Not not like in a not in a snotty like rather that way more like you did did think I was a little flippant at first I was just like you're crazy I'm like you're crazy that you're having soccer practice and he goes no no we have it and I was like I'm thinking in my head I'm like listen I don't doubt that you got it in your books that uh, so and so and their team are supposed to come in and and play a game or do a practice or do whatever I go I'm thinking in my head I'm like yeah I don't I I get that but you're not. <laughs> you know, it's like you're not. This, no, they shut down the malls. They shut down rec centers, movie theaters, uh, everything. Everything. Everything except for grocery stores. I mean, like places are open, right? Rest, except, like I said, restaurants are only open for carryout. Like I went to this place today to DoorDash. This, I don't even know the name. of Condondos or something. Some taco place in Crocker Park. I I went there. What they got set up is it's their front doors propped open, and they got like the hostess station jammed up against the front door. And it's like you just walk up to the door, and the guy standing there is like, "What can I do for you?" I'm picking up an order for so and so. Hold on a second. Turns around, there's a bunch of bags standing on the table. He's like, uh, "Oh, here you go. Here's your. All right, cool. Thanks." So it's like you don't even go in. Uh, and that's like cheesecake. I went into cheesecake. Hey, everybody, what's up? And it's like two managers, a couple of cooks. And the curbside person, yeah, you know, it's just like, and, won't, and then there's one person in the bakery because they're still doing carry out for other people. Most, most all places carry out people are still working. Yeah, everybody else, ser- servers, none. No, bartenders, Cook, none. Bartenders, none. Cooks, half just, of them. Just yeah, just a few, and then everybody who does carry out. Yeah, and that's what I told the girl today. I was like, so it sucks in here, huh? Because there's nobody in here except for you guys. She's like, it's not bad. It's all right, you know. It's just been really busy and stuff. I go, well, yeah, it's been busy because people are ordering food. I said, at least you got a job, though, right? You're working. She's like, yeah, that's true. She's like, I can't, you know what I mean? Everybody else in this whole restaurant's gone, sitting back going, like, what the fuck are we going to do? You know, everybody's freaking out. Yeah. I mean, so Shannon. Shannon's out of a job now, too. Uh-huh. You know, so it's like, luckily, she's got DoorDash, too. But I don't know if she's feeling driving around. Uh, Right. You know, people are handling the situation very differently. Everybody, like everybody would, you know what I mean? So it's like, I don't begrudge anybody who's out there with a mask on. Like, if, you know what I mean? You, you're walking through the store 
This dude had a full-on fucking, like, you know them dudes that do the spray painting of the cars? And they put that big, huge mask on with huge, round ventilator filters, right? You ever seen them? Like the full half masks? Sure. This guy's walking around Walmart with one of those on. And and you know what? And I, and you know what? Most people were probably looking at him, and some people were probably like, what the fuck? Or they're like, hey, look at this freak. Or, hey, who's the alien? Or You know what I mean? I looked at him. I was like, Psh, go ahead, man. I'm like, I don't blame you. Yeah. It's, it's probably a good idea because we're in Walmart. And who knows what these fucking sick fucks have. You know, stood in fucking line, fucking no toilet paper anywhere, <laughs> no water. It's like, it's like they think it's the end of, it's like, this isn't Y2K. You know what I mean? People are getting bidets installed in their toilets because they're like, fuck it. You know what? If I can't buy toilet paper, I'll get a bidet. And it's like, there you go. They got it. You know what I mean? Like the, just the, even the, just the cheapo ones, you can get one for 50, 40, 50 bucks or whatever that you connect to your toilet, you know? But people are like, oh, screw it, man. I can't get toilet paper. I'll have a bidet. It's like, what, what's going on? Like, and, and, and then every message is, don't forget to wash your hands, right? Don't forget to clean your hands. Wash your hands thoroughly with soap and water. Count to 20. Sing a song. It's like, you know what? I wanted to do that in fucking kindergarten. How, how, why are we, why do we have to tell people how to do, and then it's like all of a sudden everybody's like, oh my God, I got to buy soap. I got to buy soap. What were you using before? Didn't you have soap before? Like my mom, right? My mom's at home. She's like watching, she's watching the news. She's like, hey, all these people are buying up all this toilet paper and all this soap and sanitizer and all this stuff. She's like, what are they, crazy? I was like, hey, you know what? The people are freaking out. They're getting all this stuff. She's like, I go, I go, we got two big jugs. You know, those two big refillable jugs of hand soap. Uh, and one in each bath. One in the bathroom and one in the kitchen. I was like, we're good. We, we, how, much, how much fucking soap are we going to go through in the next two months? We're not even going to use this up, you know what I mean, through the summer. It's going to be here forever. You know, we're going to have these two bottles all year long. And then uh, and it's like, and then it's like, oh, well, toilet paper. She goes, yeah, I got a whole pack of toilet paper in the, in the bedroom, right? You know, she's got, yeah, we got enough toilet paper. I'm like, okay, yeah. These people are buying it all up. Now, all of a sudden, we're to the point where it's like, hey, uh, we've been using the toilet paper. We're going to have to go get some. Well, you can't because there is none. Anywhere. None. Everywhere you go. Giant Eagle, out. Walmart, out. Do I want to go to any more stores? No, I don't want to go anywhere. These people are disgusting. Human Petri dishes. Got all kinds of diseases on them. I don't want to get infected. Right? I was door dashing the other day. I stopped at the exchange. I was like, oh, because I was over there by Frankie's. Mm-hmm. And exchange is right there. I was like, I haven't been in the exchange in a while. Maybe there's a movie I can get, or maybe there's, you know, see what's in there. And I walked in, and I started looking around. I'm like, hey, how's it going? I said, I'm doing all right. How you doing? I said, all right, good. How you doing? Right? Made him think I was Italian. And then uh, I'm standing there looking. I got comic books. And I was like, oh, look at the comic books. I started looking at the comic books. All of a sudden, I hear this guy aisle over. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I'm done looking at the comic books. I got to go. It's time to leave. I need to get out of the store. I don't like this shit. The streets are empty. It's great. I love it out there. It's so quiet. As long as they don't put a curfew on us, that's, that's the newest rumor. Uh, have you heard that one? They're going to do the, Oh, yeah, you, you heard that one. 9 to 5. 9, 9 p.m. until 5 a.m. Nobody on the streets. And it's like, nobody's on the streets from 9 to 5 anyways. So you don't need a curfew. I mean, I'm on the streets between 9 and 5, 
So I need you to not have a curfew so that I can be on the streets uh, between 9 and 5 a.m. Uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I need to, and you know, that's that. Screw that shit. <clears throat> so nobody knows what's going to happen with uh, with uh, sporting events. Uh, let's see what is, what is all should be here saying. Restaurants are drive up or DoorDash. Get a horse and ride it through an abandoned highway. What is this, The Walking Dead? That's what everybody's freaking out. Oh my God, it's the apocalypse. No, it's not. Shut up. I mean, okay, listen. If you go through some of the facts about the coronavirus, fatality rate is 3%, right? So three out of 100 cases, probably going to lose somebody three times, right? Not bad numbers, you know? You have a 97% chance of, if a doctor came in and says, you've got this disease and you have 97% chance of winning or, or surviving, how would you feel? Right? Now, if I came up to you with 100 Skittles and I said, hey, man, three of these will kill you, go ahead, have some. Would you eat any at all? No. Fuck, no. I'd be like, fuck, I don't want Skittles that bad. I like chocolate. But either way, you keep yourself away. That's the, that's the example they're using for people who are like, we want our bars open and we want to go out. And people are like getting together and stuff. And they're like, listen, you know, if I told you you could have 100 chicken nuggets, but three of them will kill you, how many of those chicken nuggets are you going to eat? I'm going to eat none of them, right, because I'm not taking the chance. Good. Then stay indoors and don't take a chance. Fucking, you know, <laughs> that's a good one, right? Now, in Ohio, as of this afternoon, we have 67 confirmed cases of coronavirus in the state. That's 16 counties, right? 14 of those were hospitalizations. I mean, obviously, it's going to be more tomorrow, right? I mean, it's going to increase before it decreases. I'm just hoping that it's not too bad. You know what I mean? It seems to be going between 14, 17, like 12, 17. You know, the jumps. Kevin Barrett's been keeping track of it every day. So I just looked at his Facebook page, and he, he has it posted every day. He's like, I'm just posting the facts. This is what comes from the, you know, Ohio State board of blah, blah, blah. Uh, so yeah so you know what and that's what I just that's what I just keep telling everybody I'm like just wash your hands and don't fucking touch anybody yeah. <laughs> you know I was door dashing I went to the lady's house right and I go to give her the food she goes here this is for you and she went to hand me a $10 bill and I just stopped for a second I like um thank you right but like I grabbed it by like tips of my fingers, my two fingers. Oh, thank you. Thinking to myself, like, why? Well, I don't want to touch this. I don't want this money. And I put it in my pocket. I put it in my back pocket where I don't put anything else, right? I put it right there. Don't touch it. Leave it there, right? Went to the place, washed my hands when I got, you know, I went to like every restaurant I went to, I was washing my hands when I got there just to make sure. And then, so I said to myself, I'm going to go to the store 
buy soda pop. And I'll use this $10 bill that the lady gave me. Boom, out of my hands, right? I don't have to worry about it. The guy rings the soda pop up. I give him the $10 bill. I give him the $10. You know what he does? He gives me four singles back in change. I was like, ah, where did those come from? Now there's four of them. I don't know who touched those. And I had to take those. So now I got those in my pocket. She's a great What the fuck is Goonie Goo Goo? Yeah, right. So anyways, so everything's everything's shut down. Everything's getting shut down. Everything's crazy. So Clint calls and says, hey, man, you were right. My practices are closed down. Well, as of, you know, yesterday. I told you that. As of yesterday. I told you it was going to happen. I was right. You were wrong. You won't admit it. All I can say is, I find your lack of faith disturbing. I do. I really do. So, everything's closing down, right? Sports are done. Like, the XFL shut down. Uh, uh, training camps are shut down. The spring training camps are shut down. NBA shut down. Schools are shut down. I forgot to mention the schools. I shipped my daughter off to my ex-wife's house to keep her away from my mom because kids can have it and not show any symptoms, and I don't need that around my mom, right? Even though she was over for the weekend. So it's kind of like, eh, I kept her away from her. I said, Mom, don't touch her. Stay away from her. You know what I mean? Social social distancing. That's the new thing. I yelled at it somebody today when I was driving. <laughs> they got too close. I was like, come on, get away from me. Social distancing. They didn't hear me. Uh so, yeah, so Sophie's over at her mom's house on the farm, right? Uh, and I told my mom, my mom's sitting there the other day, like, this was like Saturday, something like that, after 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 things, they didn't have everything closed down yet, but they were starting to, they were closing, they, that's when they said school was done and stuff like that. And uh, they said for three weeks, and I'm 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 going day to day here, and I'm thinking, all right, mom stays home, I keep her isolated, I'll go get what she needs, da 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 da. A day goes by, two days goes by. My mom looks at me as I'm walking along. She goes, Hey, do you think it would be um, do you think it would be a good idea for me to stay indoors and not uh, go anywhere? Hmm. And I looked at her and I go, That's what you've been doing. <laughs> I'm like. I'm making sure you don't go anywhere. And she's like, what? And I go, yeah, no, you've been isolated. and You've already been quarantined. You didn't, you didn't know it. And I was like, even if you got up and tried to go somewhere, I was not going to have it like that. That was not happening. You know? So that was kind of funny. So now she's, so she's at home. She's doing that. I'm the message boy. I'm the one. I went around. I went around and I got, I went to the, to the grocery store. And got some because the grocery stores are going to stay open. So it's there's it's not like it's not like there's a food emergency. We don't have to stock up on food. But I wanted to have food for her, so because she, she's at home, so I wanted her to have as many options as possible. And I went to this, and then I got some stuff for Shannon because she was talking the night before we were talking, and she was like, "Well, you know, just in case." She, 
I don't eat this or this. So I went out and fucking bought a shit of it, shit ton of it. Get her a bunch of cans of soup, crackers, and some Gatorade. I found some Gatorade. Right here, that's what you wanted. I brought it. Uh, and there it is. So it's like, it's weird because I get, I'm, I'm not working, obviously. And that Sunday night, that first Sunday, I don't know why I was having weird dreams. It was one of those nights where I kept having the same dream, and I'd wake up, and I didn't feel like I was rested. And I'd be like, oh, what the hell kind of dream? Like, it was just a weird, weird dream. And then I would fall back asleep, but I couldn't lay comfortably. But I'd fall back asleep, and I'd still have the same dream. And it was just like, I don't want this weird dream anymore. And I'd wake up, be like, ah, like uncomfortably, and then fall back asleep and still have the same weird dream. I don't know. Uh, it was weird. It was weird. It seems like it. And then I got up early and was just like, ugh, the worst. Because I figured door, I figured DoorDash was going to be busy. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, well, if everybody's quarantined and the food delivery is is an option, they're letting us do it. Well, shit, you know, let's do it. But there's a lot of people out there doing it. I'm thinking so. Whatever. Um, yeah, so we'll see what's going on. If you're out there, let us know what's going on near you. Right into Tumbling with Tumbleweed at Hotmail.com. Tell us what you, what's going on in your area. Do you have toilet paper? Because I'll trade you trade you stuff for toilet paper. It's like a commodity around here. I'm just kidding. I'm not willing to trade anything for toilet paper. I've got nothing to trade. A can of Coke for a roll of toilet paper. Uh, now, with everything shutting down, this is what I keep trying to get to. Quint's favorite part. With every everything shutting down, and I did mention how they shut the XFL down, uh, WWE, up until like yesterday, the WWE had been continuing on with their plans to hold WrestleMania at the beginning of April. I think it's at the beginning of April, in the middle of April, something like that. Uh, they're still doing their weekly shows, albeit without a live crowd. So it's kind of strange. Like back in the 90s, during a Super Bowl, there was like a one of it was a WWE halftime show, and it was like a Mankind versus The Rock. It was a match between Mankind and The Rock, and they did it in an empty arena. And it was it was different, especially for the time. You know, you're just like, this is weird. They're wrestling in an empty arena. Uh, but to do a whole show, they did SmackDown like that Friday night, and they did it from the Performance Center. And and it's like, okay, there's no there's no crowd, and that's what half of wrestling is, right? Crowd re- crowd response, crowd reaction, crowd interaction. Um, the so that that makes it weird in one aspect, but the other aspect is is they're like ringing the bell like ding ding ding, and then the music hits. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the ring. Da 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 da. It's Bailey. You know, it's just like wait what? And they're doing like the proper introductions, and they're walking down the ramps and stuff. 
I mean, obviously there's no crowd there, so they're like, they're, they're recognizing that, you know, looking around, where's everybody, you know? But it just seemed weird, people walking down to the ring and doing the whole intro thing. And they have the match, and it's like, okay, I get having the match. But then they do, they have people coming out and doing promos. So there's like nobody out there, and they're in the ring by themselves, and they're saying shit. Now, when somebody's doing a promo, and the crowd gets to react, they say something good, and the crowd's like, yeah, right, you know, and they say something, oh, boo, right, you know, right. So sometimes when they're doing their promos and people are behind them and they're, yeah, 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 and then they say something, you can tell, like, when they say something they thought was going to be, get a certain reaction, and they say it, and they pause, and there's no reaction. It's a hard spot, right? Just like being a comedian, you have a joke, you think it's funny in your head, you say it out loud, and everybody just sits there staring at you. And you're just like, okay, that didn't work, right? Well, that's what these promos are like because you're saying things and nobody's reacting. So it's like you're pausing and it's like, dude, there's nobody there. You can just keep talking. you got all the time in the world. There's nobody interrupting you. There's nobody chanting, you know, nobody booing you or trying to drown you out. So it's weird. It's weird. But the WWE, they were like, yeah, we're going to have WrestleMania. WrestleMania is going to happen. And people were like, no. That's, that's insane. Like, you like you shut down your own football league, the NBA is shut down. Uh, you know all these things are shut down. But yet you're saying that you're going to stay open for business. You're going to get you know ninety thousand people in an arena or whatever. Yeah, not going to happen, right? So they finally came to the conclusion, the WWE, and they said, okay, you know what we're going to do. It's we're going to hold WrestleMania at the Performance Center, like we're doing with Raw and SmackDown and stuff, right? <clears throat> and uh, now it turns out, right? It may they they they're they're playing they're going to cancel it they're going to push it back or whatever, right? They're going to set everything. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Who knows what's going to happen? But they they already know they're going to cancel it because they're not going to be able to. There's, there's no way they're, they're going to allow the crowd. You know what I mean? And and what's the point of doing it in the performance center with nobody there? So the thing is, is they have insurance, have insurance money on whether or not because like if you cancel the show and you lose your money or you you know there's there's, there's whatever, but then there's clauses in it. Like, like if you cancel the show and you try to, and if you at least try to get it into another arena and you try to get it and you can't get it because of some other, you know, some government thing or whatever, uh, then, okay, you get your money back or whatever. So I think that's what they're doing. That's what this article I was reading said, was that they were like, yeah, we're going to hold it at the Performance Center. And then they're just waiting for the government to be like, yeah, you're not going to be able to hold this event at all. And, they, and they're like, oh, see, it wasn't our fault. We get our money back. And they get their kickback or whatever. Whatever. Vince McMahon only wants the money. What a mole. Uh, and, hey, I mean, business-wise, I guess that's a smart choice. 
whatever. They're not going to do WrestleMania, so. And then I don't know what that By means. By the way, my dad did watch wrestling the other night, and he called me while he was watching. Because there was no crowd? Did he tell you that? That's why he called. That's what I was just talking about. That's why he called. Other than that, I don't care. But I was interested to know that there was no crowd. You see, uh, you could have added to the conversation, but no, you didn't want to because you are a wrestling racist. <laughs> you do not like, you, you hear professional wrestling. I have video of this guy impersonating. Well, Impersonating the Rock. What? Yeah, I do, and I will. I will find it. One of these, maybe, maybe. Who knows? So, yeah. So WrestleMania is gonna get shut down, and Vince McMahon will get his money. And blah 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 blah. Now, how about some interesting news? Do you want to hear interesting news? Because everybody's so bent out, up about this virus going around and everything that's going on and all the leagues got shut down. Well, the NFL said, hey, hey, everybody, are you down in the dumps because there's no sports to watch? And then there's, uh, you know, nowhere you can go and you got to stay home? Well, here, let us give you something to talk about. Boom, let's open free agency, right? This is the legal tampering period uh, for the NFL. And a lot of shit has gone down. A lot of shit, especially for the Cleveland Browns. I don't know if you know this or not. But there's a lot of shit going on all over the league. I mean, obviously, the number one thing. Do I really have to go over the number one thing? Should we even talk about them? It's the fact that uh, Tom Brady will not be playing with the New England Patriots next year. Did you know that? Tom Brady for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Allegedly, that's what they're looking at. $30 million a year, two years. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going are gonna to sign Tom Brady. And we will get the answer to the age-old question. Right? The age-old question. Who was the mastermind of New England. Was it Bill Belichick in his system? Or was it Tom Brady in his skills? Right? Right? Because that's what everybody wants to know. It's like, is it Tom Brady or is it Bill Belichick? I personally think this is a bad move. And I don't think he should do this. Because I believe it's the system. And the fact that he's like 42, right? Granted, he's in great shape and can play. But you have to understand something. <clears throat> You're not going to take that particular player with his age and experience level. And you're not going to say, I need you to run. I need you to learn my Tampa Bay offense. They're going to go ahead and form everything what he did in New England. Well, it's Bruce Arians, right? He's in Tampa Bay. So, I mean, you have to couple that with the fact that he has around the same offensive line. He has not even close to the same skill set receiver now. I mean, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and then he's got O.J. Howard as a tight end. Holy crap, man. You just gave Tom Brady... Freaking 
a whole arsenal of shit. Shit that he didn't have. He had Welker. That's what he had last year. Right. He had Welker. So how how did he win all those games? Well, part of that is the system. So it's the answer to your question is actually half and half. So there you go. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, it should be interesting to see what happens. He'll be in the NFC South there. So he's going to be playing against Atlanta, Carolina, and New Orleans. Dome teams. So, I mean, that would be easier for him, I guess, maybe. Preferably, right? Uh, And like you said, he's going to have better, he's got better wide receivers. What if, what if Antonio Brown signs with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? What would happen then? Because him and Tom Brady were really good. They, like, hit it off really well. And if Tom Brady really likes him. But that's the big news. That's the biggest news coming out of everywhere because everybody's freaking out about that. Like, oh, my God, he's not going to go. I think he should have stayed. Um, granted, was it all his choice? Maybe not because we know Bill Belichick's history, right? Uh, what did he do with Bernie Kosar? Bernie Kosar is obviously no Tom Brady. I get that. But Bernie Kosar got us to the AFC Championship game a couple years, you know, a couple times. He had us there, you know. Um, and, and Belichick got rid of him saying, oh, he's got diminishing skills. So who knows? Maybe he's not big on Tom Brady. We don't know. But we're going to find out who the real star of the show is. Oh, look at that. Two minutes ago, Mole said, Belichick sent Kozar packing. I didn't even read that until just now. <laughs> yeah, he did send them packing. I know. That's what I just said, Mole. Sure. Whatever. Um, But in Cleveland Browns news, how about this? The Browns have decided to go ahead and pay uh, for, what's his name? You know the guy? Austin Hooper, right? Tight end, plays for the Falcons. The Browns wanted to go ahead and make him the highest paid tight end in the league. Because... They Why not? didn't have a choice. Yeah. I mean, he was with what's his name getting re-signed, uh, uh, Hunter Henry. Then he was the top. Hunter Henry. Yeah, with Hunter Henry getting re-signed. Re-signed. He played for the Chargers. So with Hunter Henry oh. getting re-signed by the Chargers and not going to free agency. That only left one top tight end. And so you're going to over, anybody who gets him is going to overpay for him because of the bidding war. They paid $11 million a year. Now we have a dual tight end threat. Dual? Dual. In Joku. (laughs) So then the Browns go out and they sign backup quarterback Case Keenum. Okay. Austin Hooper, okay, I can get down with that. I'm fine, right? You know what I mean? It's like, okay, you could always have a good tight end. And he's a good tight end. He was he was serviceable at Atlanta, 800 yards, touchdowns, right? He he he, he took care of business. Who? Austin Hooper. Uh-huh. In Atlanta. He was, he was a, he's a serviceable, very good tight end. Yeah, the fact that, you know, he's not going to have to contend with 
I mean, the safeties, safeties are in trouble, right? Because one of the two safeties is going to have Beckham and whichever side Hooper lines up on is going to change every time, right? But and then and then the other side is going to have fucking Landry and Lan, Hooper and Landry, right? And then yeah, the other wide out. But he, on one side he so he's bracketed by two Pro Bowl receivers. Right. So that's a recipe for wow. I mean, that, I mean they can do a lot, and especially I guess this guy is like Belichick. He likes to run. This, well, this this coach he likes to run double tight end sets, and right. we're going to see a crap. Ton. So you're right. We are going to see a new Yeah. So so I like that signing. That's, I'm okay with that. And they signed Case Keenum, not as the starter, as a backup. And I'm fine with that as well because I've said this before and I've said this in in past years. Case Keenum was very successful in Minnesota with the system that they ran. Remember, he was in Minnesota years ago. They did really well. They went to to the NFC Championship game or something like that. They lost or whatever. He ended up signing with another team for big bucks. Shit the bed. And, and then just kicked to the curb, right? Ended up going back to Minnesota as a backup. It's a, it's a Nick Foles thing. Yeah. Nick Foles can play football in Philadelphia. Can he play football anywhere else? No. Not really. He can play in Philadelphia like a motherfucker. But anywhere else, he's a crap. Case Keenum can play in Minnesota. Can't really play anywhere else, Right. Well, we got Kevin Stefanski in that in that Minnesota offense, so he knows the system. He knows the, you know what I mean. So I feel okay about it because he's not the starter number one, and number two, he knows the system, and he would be a competent backup if anything went down. I think it would almost be like playing for Minnesota. You know what I mean? It's like you've taken the parts in Minnesota that he was good with, and you put it on Cleveland with Kevin Stavansky and the coordinators and all that stuff in the system. So he should be, you know what I mean? Yeah, should be. Preferably the same. Then the Browns went out and signed, who was the third guy? Oh, offensive tackle. They got a right tackle. Conklin. Conklin. Such a, such a great, fucking amazing sign. An amazing An sign. An amazing sign. Amazing. They get an A for that, an A. If they, if, when you're grading that those that sign, you give that an A. An A. An A. It's it was it was fantastic. It was it was what everybody was hoping for. Get get somebody in free agency because we know you're going in the draft, right? Get us three stud players, right? Right. Now we're gonna have two tackles and we're gonna have a guard in Montano, and now the right guard and the center can maybe now we can get somebody in the uh I mean if they were to go ahead and, and, and get a solid guard or center, either or, then the the fifth position would be fine. The fifth fifth guy would be fine because he would be bracketed by solid players. More they say that's more. I'm gonna say that's more. That's my guess. Moore's got something to say. Hold on. Right now. Nope, it's Sophie. Sophie. Nope. Have a good sleep. Right? I know. I was not guessing that. 
tackle, we got a tight end, we got a backup quarterback. Today we traded the Denver Broncos, Dave. We traded like a fourth round pick or a third round pick or whatever for a fullback they have. Mm-hmm. So now we have a fullback, true fullback, I guess. So that would be interesting. One, which is really good for Chuck. Right. Because who knows what's going to happen with Kareem Hunt. Because that's, that, that, I mean, this fullback is kind of like a sixth offensive line. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like we have three guards. Right. And one of them's always pulling. So, so the Browns are doing good things. Good things. Uh, in, in lieu of free agency. Now, looking at some, what, what some other teams are doing, did you hear? I mean, okay, first of all, Stephon Diggs got traded to the Buffalo Bills. Man, did they give a lot for him, right? Did they? Let me find out. Seems this time around, the Bills struck a deal with the Minnesota Vikings. Now the Browns and the Brown best route runner in the middle. Giving all that on the uh, where's the information on it? Okay, he's a true number one. Oh man, the fallout. I don't know. Doesn't tell me. Oh, first round. I don't know, I can't find it. It's not, it's not telling me everything. Diggs is a center from being a day three gentleman. This is a scrimmage all the way back. They gave like a first, a second, a fourth, and a fifth. It didn't tell me any of that here. <laughs> and then, you know you know what the Texans did? They traded DeAndre Hopkins. I'm going to get to that. Oh, slow down. Hey, I'm still talking about Stefan Diggs, man. God, everything. Everything. So then the Houston Texans. What did they do? Did they, did they, did they make a move? So, so they trade, so the Minnesota Vikings trade away. What's his face? Diggs. Diggs. They get a lot in return, but whatever. First, second, fourth, and fifth. Buffalo now. Now Stephon Diggs can go to Buffalo and fade away. That's what happens. You go to Buffalo, you fade away. I mean, it might help that quarterback they got. What's his name? Allen. Uh, Maybe. Might help. Might help. They don't have anything. But then, what the fuck are they doing in Houston? Because this doesn't make sense at all. This this trade, this one I I remember. I gotta stand up. My leg hurts. Uh, this one doesn't make sense at all. They're trading away DeAndre Hopkins and a fourth-round pick to the Arizona Cardinals for David Johnson and a second-round pick and a fourth or something like that. Like, they're getting two picks from Arizona and David Johnson for DeAndre Hopkins and their fourth-round pick or something like that. Right? Oh, the fourth-round, what? Like, what do you, this isn't a wide receiver draft, Right? Not many of there. So it's like, obviously there's some friction between DeAndre Hopkins and whoever, whatever his name is, O'Brien or whatever his name is, the coach. 
down there in Houston. Because why would you? Why would you want David Johnson? Right? The guy had one good year in Arizona, and then he gets hurt. You got a second round pick and David Johnson. That's what you got for DeAndre fucking Hopkins. Like the the top top three receiver in the league. Yes. Who got a doubt? Okay. I know he's a first round pick in fantasy football. That's all I know. And that's Michael out of, Thomas. And that's out of ten. DeAndre Hopkins. Julio Jones. These would probably be. Who are quarterbacks that I've taken in all different fantasy leagues? Oh, I thought we were playing Jeopardy. Uh, that just doesn't make sense. I don't know what Houston's thinking. That's that's crazy. Uh, Carl Nassib signed to the Raiders. There's one. Um. So yeah, so that was that's a dumb trade. That's a, just a dumb thing altogether. And that just sounds stupid. Whatever, they're dumb. The other big the other big signing, of course, is uh, what's his name, Philip Rivers, going to Indianapolis for one year. Like really? Is it? That's another. That's like a another. That's like a Tom Brady thing. Like, is that going to work? Didn't you have Jacoby Brissett because? <coughs> I had Jacoby Brissett last year in my fantasy football league, and he actually did really well. So it's like, I know fantasy football is not real football, but you can't do well in fantasy football if you don't do well in real football, unless you're James Winston. (laughs) See what I did there? So, yeah. So that's what's going on with, 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 have I missed anybody? Have I missed anybody important? No? Did you watch The Walking Dead? Yep. What the fuck, man? No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to talk about that because it's already after 12. We have to watch Oak Island. And we still haven't done the top 10 movies of the week. Uh, Let me... Big news. I found out today. Um... When is it? The 28th? I just found out today, for those who are interested, because, well, none of them listen to this show because nobody listens to my show. Nobody listens to Charlie in the Box. Um, the 28th of this month, I believe. 28th of March, so two Saturdays from now. Uh, Kevin Baird has informed me that we will be doing a Midwest Wasteland. We will be doing an episode uh, of Midwest Wasteland pertaining to the coronavirus surviving and uh, right in the throat while show Dave. Right. Somebody get chopped right in the throat? I must have said something. Um, yeah, we're going to be doing a one-off Midwest Wasteland on the 28th. Talking about coronavirus surviving, what's going on at the time, stuff like that, in our classic comedic way, doing things. So, for all the old VGM listeners who don't really listen to my show anyways, because, well, it's me and I'm boring, uh, except for I'll show Dave. The, uh, yeah, that's going to be happening. 
So I figured I'd let you all know, in case you didn't know. Moving on. Top ten movies of the week. I guess I bet you. Well, this I guess this list will be very non-existent next week, huh? We're going to be your coronavirus voice. You're going to come. You have to come to us for news because we don't do the fake shit. We do real shit. But this won't be. We won't be able to do this next week. There's going to be because there's going to be no movie sales. Everybody's going to have zero dollars. You know that. You just keep staring at me, folks. It's, like, really creepy sometimes. Because, like, you say something, it's just, like, just nod your head. Just give me, like, a wink. Just be like, yeah, I got you. Exactly. Even that. At least I know you're you're acknowledging me. You just stare at me like a fucking, fucking bump on a log over here. It's just, uh, it's just like, hey, man, did you hear the one about the blah, blah, blah? And he just stares at you. And you're like, so did you? And he just keeps staring. Did you? And then he goes, yeah, I did. Tell me about it. And you're like, okay, I was, I, uh, wait a minute, why am I the bad guy? <sighs> I'm a bad boy. Number 10 this week was number 7 last week. Speaking of bad boys, bad, hmm. boy, bad boys for life. $1.1 million in its ninth week. Yeah. A total gross of $204.3 million. Right. Number nine this week was number six last week. Emma brought in $1.3 million in its fourth week, a total gross of $9.9 million. Is that a horror movie? It sounds like it has. Emma. Oh, no. In 1800s England, a well-meaning but selfish young woman meddles in the love lives of her friends. No wonder it only made $25 million worldwide. Fuck is in this movie? Who the fuck? What do you mean start your thirty day? I don't want a thirty day free trial. Just tell me what I want to see. Jerks, I hate you. I hate you. All right, whatever. Fuck this movie. You deserve to make no money, you jerks. Number eight this week was number five last week. Call the Call of the Wild. Two point two million dollars in its fourth week. A total gross of sixty two million dollars. I mean, it's $62 million. I wouldn't even expect that. Just kidding. Sorry, Mr. Ford. Number seven this week was number three last week. The Way Back. Remember, what was it? Was it, it wasn't Tennessee Tuxedo. It was the other, it was, was it, what's his face? Mr. Peabody. Remember Mr. Peabody and his pet boy Sherman? Yep. Didn't they go, didn't they do, didn't they tie didn't they travel through time in the Wayback Machine? Isn't that what it's called? Uh-huh. The Wayback Machine. Well, Sherman, we're going to have to go in the Wayback Machine to Roman mythology. It's like, well, that's no, you can't go to something that's not real. You have to go somewhere real. The Roman Empire, okay. Whatever. 
Number seven this week was number three last week. The Way Back. Not the machine, the movie. $2.3 million in its second week. Ben Affleck. The movie got crushed by coronavirus. $13.3 million. Gross. Number six this week was number four last week. Sonic the Hedgehog. $2.5 million in its fifth week. A total gross of $145.7 million. Number five this week was brand new. The Hunt, $5.3 million in its first weekend. And it's going to do zero in its second weekend. Guys, don't be so negative. I'm just telling you, they're all going to do zero. Nobody's going to come and see you. Movies. I'm just telling them how it is. Number four this week was number two last week, The Invisible Man. You know what you're not going to see next week? Any money being made by this movie. $5.9 $5.9 million in its third week. That was a good one. I like that one. Third week. Uh, total gross of $64.3 million for The Invisible Man. <clears throat> Number three this week was brand new. Still believe. What the fuck is this? The true story of Christian music star Jeremy Camp and his journey of love and loss that looks to prove there is always hope. How does that even fucking make sense? $9.1 million in its first weekend. I still believe that this movie is going to make no money next week. Number two this week was also brand new. (laughs) Bloodshot. (laughs) I guarantee that my eyes will be bloodshot next week when there's no money being made by any of these movies. $9.1 $9.1 million in its first weekend. That's that Vin Diesel movie where he's supposed to play. He's like, hey, we recreated you. We made you into a superhero. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I'm a superhero. They're going to call you me Bloodshot. Good for me. Number one this week was number one last week. Onward. $10.6 million in its second week. Mm. Coronavirus, the motherfucker. Total gross of $60.3 million. All I know, that moving onward from here, that movie's going to make no money. Not next week. Huh? Right? So right. (laughs) So right. Yeah, I wish I was... I gotta have a better way of. Uh... Yeah, see, there it is. It wasn't funny, man. Doesn't really have as much effect when it's like 30 seconds late, does it? Right? That is the weirdest thing you have ever said. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Alright, well, whatever. So there you go. There's your top ten movies of the weekend. Now, um, we will be back next week, as far as I know, unless something happens, right? (coughs) I'm pretty sure we don't have to start dressing like Mad Max yet. It may be like a week or two before we get to that point. So just get ready for it, though. You know what I mean? Get your leather straps and your rawhides and stuff ready. Because you never know. The world may change within a week. Look what's happened this past week, right? 
time last week I could have gone shopping at Walmart in the middle of the night, but now I can't because they're closed down to disinfect the store. Oh, is that what they're calling it? You know? And we restock everything. It doesn't matter because as soon as you go in there, everybody takes everything. They they told the they, Walmart's opening two hours earlier. I guess they were supposed to open like 7 to whatever, 7 to 10, but they're opening at 5 a.m. so that the elderly can get up and go shopping with freshly stocked shelves and get first dibs of all all the essentials that they need. Oh. And my mom goes, my mom says, uh, I told my mom that, I said, so they're letting like older people get in once, once everything's stocked up, they're letting them go in first. Uh, so thinking maybe, you know, I'll take you up that way. And she goes, yeah, do you really think you're going to be getting up at 5 a.m. to go to the store? And I said, listen, do you really think I'm not going to go to that store without dragging you there so that I can get there at yeah. 5 a.m.? I said, I'll come home at 5 a.m. so that I can pick you up and take you to the store. Yeah. I said, you get me some toilet paper, woman. I didn't say that to her. I wouldn't say that to my mother. You fucking think I am stupid? No. It's my dad's birthday right. yesterday. He would have been 87 years old. You know that? 87. 87 he would have been. <sighs> That's a good way to end the show. That's not depressing, is it? Uh, <laughs> hey, everybody, have a great week. Don't worry about the coronavirus. And yesterday was my dead dad's birthday. No? Okay. Uh, but yeah, so. Do you to make a comment? No, I don't, no, don't say nothing. Don't, don't, don't. Don't give me the satisfaction. Right? No. <laughs> I'm going to scissor kick you in the back of the head. It's what I deserve. I deserve it. I do. So there you go. So join us next week, and we'll see if there's still two of us here. Maybe there'll be none of us. Maybe there'll be one of us. I'm pretty sure. I mean, Clint's a dirty person. So I don't know what's going to happen with him. But. What? Hey. I was just telling everybody how we'll be back next week. We'll be back next week. You got anything? No. Tell people to watch yeah, the butt. Yeah, I, I do have something. What? The coronavirus. Oh, see how we did that? See what I did there? The lady at the airport said that here at Hopkins Airport. She went up, the guy asked for her ID, and she licked her fingers, grabbed her ID, and gave it to him. And he he grabbed it, and she goes, and he had gloves on. She goes, good thing you got those gloves on, because I got coronavirus. And the guy gave her back her ID pulled her to the side and called security and the police said, all right, this lady says she's got coronavirus. We've got to get her out of here. <laughs> she's like, wait, no, I didn't say that. And the guy's like, well, well you, you did. You know, like the guy's not going to call the police saying that you, you said that. What has what, he got, a vendetta against you? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. You know you said it. You were trying to be stupid. You were trying to be Rudy Gobert. And you know what? Now you're stupid. It's not funny. But guess what? Now you're stupid. Take it from a comedian. It's not funny. You got it. I mean, like between me and Clint, if, you know, like if I, I don't know. You what? Nothing. What's that? Nothing. You're if I, if I sneezed in your face. Uh-huh. Then what would that be? And I was like, oh, so I guess you, or no, like what What was it? Like he says, he goes, oh, so you want to, you want, you want the coronavirus? I said, well, if we'll both have it. Right? That's a funny yeah. joke. That's fine. Yeah. What was
was that joke I heard today that I hadn't heard in a long time? Oh. No, I don't remember it. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Hey, everybody. Until next week, I guess we'll uh, we'll see you then. Wash your hands. Wash your butt. Don't talk to people. Don't touch people. Stay in your house. Go back and listen to 10 years worth of my shows and hear how terrible that all really was. All right? All right. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. Why so serious? You ever get tired of being wrong? I do. I really do. I'm going to scissor kick you in the back of the head. You're going to need a bigger boat. Get out. Everybody out. Go play in the parking lot.